Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox! Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, whole crew's here. We got a lot to discuss. Lakers take game one. Uh, We have Joel Embiid as our MVP. Who else do we get? What else do we got here to get to? Oh, the Knicks took game two. Uh, Jalen Brunson looked awesome, but no G- no, uh, no, Jimmy Butler. Uh, Eddie House is going to join us a little bit later on the show. Daniel Jeremiah will join us as we'll get a kind of a draft breakdown. And by the way, Aaron Rodgers is Mr. New York right now, right? He's like everywhere. I expect Aaron Rodgers to be at Hamilton one of these nights and tweet out a picture of it, right? Don't you think? So, but I, th- I do think the game that everybody's talking about, and there are... There are games played in similar formats and similar the same sport, but are, are at a different level and different level of importance. I say this knowing full well that the Nuggets are probably the best team in the West, not just regular season record, but based upon health, how they're playing right now. Like it's fair to say, but what feels like an NBA Finals series got underway in San Francisco last night as the Lakers take Game One. 
had a big lead in the fourth quarter, actually up 14 in the fourth quarter for a 14-0 run. Warriors come back and tie it. Lakers end up putting them away and winning the game. Down three, Jordan Poole took a shot with nine seconds left. Nine seconds left. And it's a shot that every, everybody, oh, it's just a terrible shot. How could Jordan Poole? So what you have to, you have to factor in is a bunch of things, right? First, the beauty to basketball is you don't really have time to think. Dear friend of mine, actually a former Laker, his name is Joe Crispin. Joe, he just, he's now on the coaching staff at Penn State. Uh, he's on the coaching staff at Penn State. And uh, Joe's saying was, you think you stink. Like, you are thinking, you have to think and understand the game, but it's a very much a reactionary game. Does Jordan Poole know time and score? Of course he does. He should. Played NBA Finals, played a lot of basketball. But what's weird is that we're very reactive to um, the fact that he took a shot and missed. If, if Jordan Poole takes the shot and makes it, we have a very different reaction to it. And let's also be honest, he didn't miss close. He, he missed it badly. It was a 30-footer. It was not contested. I guess there was a contest, but it was a late contest. And by my estimation, there's nothing wrong with the shot. And there's a litany of reasons why. But the first thing is, like, Jordan Poole is a shooter. That's what he does. And you're like, well, you know, his percentage is like 35%. Like, okay, from three, 35%. The reason that he shoots a lower percentage is because he doesn't take great shots. And he shoots a lot of the shots that Steph shoots, only he's just not as good at it. But that is, in fact, his skill set. Matter of fact, last year in their NBA Finals run where they win a championship, he took much more difficult shots than that. Made them, was champion for them, got a new contract, also got punched in the face by Draymond Green, but got a new contract because of it. So the first thing is, in the context of the game, he made six threes. In who he is, that's what he does. And in the play, you're down three, you're not holding for the last shot. I understand that in our in our dream scenario, right? We want Steph Curry with the ball down three, with the ball in the air, a chance to make the three. It's great. Um, it is one of the things. Steph is magnificent. The things he does are incredible. Okay, but if we're also like totally honest with ourselves, right? we're totally honest with ourselves. Like one of the things that's different about Steph from any other guy we've seen is that's a superstar in the NBA is those guys can kind of put their hand up and you give them the ball and they can get some sort of shot whenever they want because he's smaller and because they double team him like as soon as he crossed midcourt, it's a lot more difficult. It's a lot more difficult. But the most open you are ever going to be and the best shot you are going to get is when you first catch the basketball. I first catch the ball. The perfect example of that is the, the three that tied the game on the Furious comeback was Steph drives in, passes it, then relocates, gets his feet set, catches and shoots, and he wasn't really that open, but he has such a quick release, he makes a gigantic three. That's what he does. So the only thing you'd tell Jordan Poole, hey, you should have done this, isn't pass the ball, isn't take a dribble in, it's there's a, a rule, ball in the air, feet in the air. 
Right? When the ball is being passed to you, your feet should be stepping in. He's a left-right shooter. Step in left-right. And by the way, you gain two, three feet, plus your momentum is going forward. It's a much easier shot regardless of that distance. But it's like, it's like we're completely forgetting who the Warriors are and how they play. That's a damn good shot. Here's Steve Kerr. I thought Jordan did a really good job. Um, I had the timeouts left, but I saw them double teaming Steph at half court. So I knew somebody was going to be wide open if we could just get the ball uh, out. And Steph did a great job. He got the ball out of the trap and um, Jordan was wide open and pretty good look. You know, that's that's a shot he can hit. So really, you know, happy with that possession. And uh, again, that's, you know, Jordan had hit six threes already. So it's a great shot for us. Um. Coach says it's a great shot. Said he hit six threes. Also know that you do get to a play. Like if you call a timeout, that you do run the risk of them fouling, putting you at the free throw line. You never get that opportunity again. Uh, by the way, a, a tough night for the... Remember the last year this time? Got to trade Anthony Davis. He can't stay healthy. He doesn't work hard crowd. Anthony Davis was dominant. Here's Davis on his critics. The guys in the locker room, coaching staff, uh, it's only opinions that I care about. Um... Other than that, I just go out and play basketball, try to do what I can do to help the team win. Opinions outside the locker room, um, what guys say, guys think, you know, is, is irrelevant to me. And, and look, he does have a sword injury past, and there was always discussions about him not taking care of his body. But you can see why the Lakers moved mountains to get him. And he was the best player on the court last night. And he was the best player in the Lakers-Grizzlies series. And I, I don't know if they, I don't think they have a good matchup for Anthony Davis. It's, can they make Anthony Davis a bad matchup at, when he's on defense? He blocked shots, he, he moved, he scored, he rebounded. He was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, LeBron James already to retire his number. Here's LBJ on Anthony Davis one day being in the rafters. The Lakers franchise over the years, over the course of their uh, existence, has always had dominant big men and dominant guys that have been a force at the rim. And, um, you know, that's why, that's why their jerseys are in the rafters. Um, and AD will be up there when he's done playing. And, and uh, you know, the number three will be up in the rafters. And uh, it continues to show uh, why he's one of the best players that we have in this league. Can I tell you something that really impresses me about LeBron James? He's not Peyton Manning where he can't play anymore and it's just his brain trying to push them to winning an NBA championship. He's, he's not Peyton Manning. He's more, um, and he's, he's better than even Elway was at the end. But he's not the best player. In many ways, he's not really the second best player at times for the Lakers. But it doesn't bother him, right? Like, He's taken on a different role. It's not just that he's not taking oftentimes the most shots, although he did take 24 shots last night. Anthony Davis only took 19. D'Angelo Russell took 19. But it's that he's playing off the basketball. Like, that's different. And playing off the basketball is when you've dominated the ball your entire career is a lot like, hey, if you played shortstop your whole life, and they're like, yeah, listen, we're going to move you. We're going to move you over to first. You know, guys like, oh, 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 whoa, I'm a shortstop. You know, I'm a, this is what I do. I'm a center fielder. You just want me to DH. I actually, I'm impressed by the fact that he will, he will, he has, it's not perfect, right? I mean, he's still 
24 shots, a lot of shots, a lot. And it's hard because you got, when you play in Vanderbilt, he can't score. So you're kind of playing four on five on offense, you know, but it's not, it's, and it's not like, you know, Rui didn't play enough to get a bunch of shots. Schroeder, I thought played really well. I, I just think it's really interesting that he's moved off the basketball more so than ever before in his career. And uh, the team has been the better because of it. A sacrifice eagle you don't normally see superstars make. They just do not. Jordan couldn't play that way. Couldn't. Kobe couldn't play that way. Um, you know, Bird Magic didn't play long enough to ever have to do that. But it's a really fascinating thing. And then the other element to it is, I get it. They went for it. They won the game. But man, that took a lot out of LeBron James. 40 minutes at that level of intensity. And they have one night off. Then they have, you know, then you got a game. Then you got one night off. Then you got another game. The question becomes, does winning that game beat them later on in the series? Because when you're, when you're older and you get tired, you need, if you listen to the post-game speech by Darvin Ham, he's like, recovery starts right now. You look at LeBron James, like he was not, he was tired. It is really hard to recover when games are played at this level. And it's one of those deals where you're like, you know, is it crazy to think you could just not play him on uh, in game two? Not play him on Thursday? Jay Stu, is that a crazy thought to go like, hey, LeBron James, ankle, not playing Tuesday? I don't think so. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save Progressive.com. I've had many people ask me, hey, dude, a couple weeks ago, you went on a rant saying when they lost to the Clippers that you didn't think they're a championship contender. Obviously, they're in the semifinals and they have one game to none lead. That appears to be wrong. Um, but it's one game in the series. But yeah, I mean, they look... They've looked great the past couple of games. Great. Championship caliber, great. Now, the Nuggets have looked like the best team in basketball. And the Warriors clearly have, they have an ability to, to, to come back from deficits that nobody else has. But with the Clippers not in it, yeah, I, I think it's, it's fair to say they're very much contenders. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? 
This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. This may boost uh, This may boost your own game with Chalk, the reigning champion of natural men's health. Max out your testosterone, energy, focus. With Chalk's Male Vitality Stack, visit choq.com today. Use the code Doug for 35% off any subscription for life. Um, MSG guy is, a, is, is getting closer and closer to CrossFit guy, right? Like, I, I love Madison Square Garden. It is usually an environment that in many ways is better than any other environment in basketball, maybe in sports. For, for I haven't been to a Ranger game or Ranger playoff game, but I'm guessing. But basketball especially, there's a energy there that's not present in many places. You have, like last night, you have the star quality of that you can only get in New York and in L.A. Like I, I, It's a ridiculous than the people that are here. And then you have the energy and, frankly, a-holeness of the Northeast sports fan. Like, let's just be honest. There's a different level of energy there. Now, some of it ex- exists in some of these other. I mean, I think Sacramento can have some of that, you know, where they've been not in the playoffs for was it 17 years or something, something crazy like that. But the constant, this is the best place on earth. There's nothing like it gets to be a lot. It's one of those things where you almost wish. It's like when LeBron calls himself, you know, when I when we came back from three one, I was I knew I was the greatest of all time. Like that's when you allow other people to say it. It's the same thing with Madison Square Garden. I mean, Madison Square Garden is great. It, we're only reminded of that when the Knicks win. 
or when somebody has a gigantic performance. Was Madison Square Garden great the other day when they lost to Miami? Like, I don't, is that what brought out the greatness in Jimmy Butler? I don't know. Of course, he sprained his ankle, didn't play last night. That helped the Knicks win, more so than Madison Square Garden being great. This is not me saying that MSG isn't awesome, isn't a must, especially big games. But there are plenty of games in which you're just, eh. And some of them occur in the Garden. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Eddie House joins us, NBA analyst, former NBA champion, played 12 years in the association. He joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, let, let's let, let's work our way backwards. Uh, what were your thoughts on Jordan Poole's shot? I thought he could take a step in, you know, and you live and die with a guy like that when he's on when he's on your team because, I mean, he did hit six threes before that. Um, he was, I think, seven for fifteen from the uh, from the field. Let me make sure because I got my paperwork right here. Yeah, seven fifteen for the field, six to eleven from three. So you don't mind take him taking the open shot? Do I think he could have stepped in? I think their spacing was a little uh, jacked up just because yeah. it was out of random and they were a little bit too close. That pass from Draymond uh, to him was kind of tight, and it was allowed Vanderbilt to get back to him. But if he was spaced out and uh, you know, I take a step in. I think it would have been a better look. I think because we're looking at how far it was. Yeah. You know, and at the time of the of the game, I think we're we're nitpicking there. But at the same time, you know, you live and die with your guys knocking down shots or, or taking shots that they work on. And I believe he works on that shot. He's been able to make that shot. But again, I would have liked him to take a step in. Well, I, 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 on the catch, right? Ball in the air, feet in the air, and, and stepping in more and, get, and gaining a couple feet. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like yeah, like setting yourself up. Setting yourself up closer as a yeah. as opposed to being so far back. Yeah, yeah no, I, I I think I think I, I don't know what people expect. Like that's a Jordan Poole shot, and he was shooting well. And you know, to get better rhythm and to get in better range, yeah, you could step in. But again, like you said, we're we're nitpicking here. It's not some horrific some horrific cast when they had a bunch of time remaining in, in the game. Um, if you're the Warriors, what's the what's the one adjustment you make? Well, I think you got to figure out how to keep them out of the paint and scoring inside of the paint. Uh, they were plus twenty six. The Lakers were on uh, in the paint points in the paint, and they shot over fifty percent on those shots. So fifty four twenty six in favor of the Lakers in points in the paint, and the Lakers were twenty seven to forty seven on those shots. So I think that you have to figure out a way. I'm expecting probably to see some more zone, and I'm not talking about zone like how Miami runs it where they'll maybe run it a whole half. I mean, unless it's working, yeah. But I look for them to sprinkle it in a little bit more and and maybe run it 30%, maybe 35 40% of the time. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's every single time down because you don't want to give teams the same look, you know, especially when you have great players. You know, they're able to adjust. I think you mix it in and you you mix it up, and also your your coverages as far as your pick and roll coverage. I think you got to get out of that drop coverage um, if if you're the Warriors, and you got to start making other guys try to try to beat you. You know, we get the ball out of the, the playmakers' hands and put it in somebody's hands that not normally cut that ain't that's not too comfortable in making those particular plays. But let me tell you what the Warriors' problem is. It, to me, the, the the one I still think that they can win the series. Yep. But for me, it's there. Last year, they were plus 232 points in the third quarter, right? Yep. They were a great third quarter team. They got, this year, they've, they've always been. They've always been until this year. They've always been dominant right, yeah. in the third quarter. 
Yeah, they were the best best last year, right, in the third quarter. This year they're only plus 24 points, and that's 16th in the NBA. So they went from being the best to mid-pack. That right there is something that, that's totally different from what they've normally done. They've been able to sting you in the third quarter. You know the barrage is coming. Is Can I stop that barrage? Because we know it's coming. And I've seen it happen firsthand in the finals last year where – in that third quarter, if you weren't prepared and you didn't come out with the right mindset, they would jump on you big, and they're just not doing that this year. So that's the difference between this year's team and last year's team. Okay, let me let me ask you this. Okay, so LeBron, he didn't shoot well, and, uh, I mean, anybody would be tired, especially a guy who's 38 would be tired. Here's my fear for the Lakers. You, like, you went for it, you won that game, you played in the whole fourth. I get it, okay? But regardless of how many minutes he plays, like, you're never going to get back to that plate of be, point of being rested because of the lack of time to recover in this series. Does winning game one and going for it in game one hurt them going forward? No, I don't think so. I think it, it, there's no way winning a game can hurt you. I, I just I, I'm not a believer in that. I don't care what the circle unless somebody got injured trying to go for it. You try to force somebody to play that wasn't ready to play to try to get that game one, and you got it, and then. You know, you're not going to have him for the rest of the series because of he injured himself. Yeah, I, that that would be something where you're like, yeah, that hurt him moving forward. But no, you got to get it's mandatory that you try to get that one. You want to get one of the games on the road. But once you get one on the road, now you're trying to get two. And if you get two on the road, it creates a total different dynamic. Not only the the, the psyche of the, the opponent that you're playing. But also the psyche of, of your team, the momentum, going back home, the fans, the crowd, everything involved in it in, in that way and in that regard. So, to me, uh, no, you have to go for it. And I think that's what Philly's doing tonight. I, I, I don't believe Joel Embiid is. If he couldn't play the night before last and, uh, and he wasn't 100% then, I'm, I'm quite sure he's not 100% right now. And they're feeling like, hey, there's some blood in the water. We smell it. He feels it, and he's like, hey, we're going to come out here and we're going to put our best foot forward. Now, is that going to hurt them moving forward? We'll see after tonight's game. But that's that those are the type of moves you make when you're trying to win a championship and, and you make those decisions. Who is your MVP? I went with Joel Embiid. Actually, you know what? To, to be real, I went with Joel Embiid for this reason. That performance he had against the Celtics solidified it for me. Because I was like, man, look at all of the work he did. Half of his team's points, they barely won. He is super important to what they're doing. They had the third best record in the league. I usually say the best player on the best team, right? And that would have been Giannis to give it to him. But what Joel went out there and was able to accomplish, you know, uh, scoring leader. I, and, and when you look at the numbers of Jokic and uh, Giannis and stuff. He had more points. He was right there with rebounds, assists. Obviously, Jokic's going to have it, but block shots. And then on the on the defensive end of the of the court, that pushed it over, uh, pushed him over the top for me because he does the tour shots, he block shots, and he makes you think about it when you come into that paint. Eddie House joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Eddie, um, the Nuggets have looked like the best team so far in the playoffs, but part of it was eight seed Timberwolves, right? Not, and they're. They're, they're a bit of a mess. And now you take on the Suns. They were lo- losing until Chris Paul got hurt uh, going back to the last game. Well, what are your thoughts on the Nuggets watching them in the playoffs? Well, the Nuggets, they, they don't surprise me um, how they, they've been the best team in the West all season long. And, like, that's not an accident. You know, you don't 
just all of a sudden be a best team and then you fall off unless somebody something happens. Like for for example, Milwaukee, you know, they were the best team in the league record wise, you know, and but Giannis went out and he wasn't the same. We could all uh, agree that we could look at him. He didn't move the same. He just didn't have the same fire because I believe of his injury. Well, this team is a hundred percent healthy. They're able to rock and roll. Do I believe that this team can get to the NBA Finals? I, I don't believe it. I, I just until I see it because I, I see deficiencies on the defensive end from their best player, and it's hard when you don't have that rim protector in the way that that some of these other teams do have. And it's going to come down to defense and getting stops and you know not allowing points in the paint and things like that and second chance opportunities. I'm just not sure if Denver can get that done. Now, they can prove me wrong, but I really believe whoever comes out of this Laker Warriors is going to uh series is going to be the ones that are representing the Western Conference in the NBA Finals. Well, I I I feel like the Warriors are a hard matchup for them. Um because they can play small. Whereas the Lakers, I feel like is a is a better matchup for Jokic where he could match up with Anthony Davis. Granted, not as athletic as Anthony Davis, but at least it's a little bit more of a traditional matchup. Well, yeah, to, to that to that extent, yeah, but when you put Jokic in a pick and roll and they run that drop coverage, right? So now what happens? you got guys that could come off that can make range shots and could put pressure on the rim by getting all the way to the basket. In the drop coverage, I'm not a fan of it. And I've been saying this all season long you know, on the Celtics Network. I'm not a fan of the drop coverage because it allows somebody to get rhythm that maybe not have rhythm if you hard show or if you soft show, but just soft show and get back in front. But if you do that drop coverage, you allow the guy to suck up so much uh, space, get to a free throw line jumper with no contest, get to a floater with no contest, but then on top of that, you compromise the back end of your defense because you do get deep. If you are a guy like James Harden, uh, he comes off that pick and roll of his drop coverage, I'm going to make that big engage me. Once he engaged me, I got a seven-foot Joel Embiid. I just got to throw it up. The weak side defender is usually a guard. He's going to be smaller. There's nothing that, and he's going to be on his back. There's nothing that he can do to stop me throwing the ball to Joel Embiid. Eddie, I get it. The Lakers run the drop coverage. So I understand. Well, like, what's the difference? They all run the drop coverage. They, they don't yeah, switch well, unless, unless they go small. Lakers run drop if they have Anthony Davis in the game. Same thing. Yeah, they, they do. But what I'm trying to say is, is a, if a, I think that there is more athletic, there's more length, there is, and Anthony Davis is able to recover a little bit more. Like, think about Anthony Davis – being able to be quick with his feet. You know, I don't think Jokic has the, the quick feet, and you could expose that defensively. And he has been exposed defensively at times this season. So we, we've seen it. I'm just, uh, like I said, I got, I got to see it. I, I don't believe it until I see it with them. Uh, but I really believe whoever comes out of the, the – who's going to be representing the Western Conference will be, and there's no disrespect to the Nuggets, yeah. it will be uh, the Lakers or, or the Warriors, the winner of that series. What do you make of – uh, Shams tweeting out that the Grizzlies, no matter what, have no interest in Dylan Brooks. You know, it, 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 it's, it's something that you look at it, you like, it's unfortunate for him and, and moving forward for his career because of how it is. And But it's you got to under be aware and self-aware, right? Who are you talking to? You're talking about LeBron James. You're talking to LeBron James, the face of the NBA, right? And we all want to go at people. There's a lot of 
uh, trash talk. We talk smack all the time in basketball. That's part of it. But you got to be respectful with it. Like, you respect your opponent. You don't disrespect them in certain ways. And I think he kind of crossed the line. He was a, a line stepper in, in that particular uh, situation. And, you know, he talked about he want to poke the bear. Well, he poked the wrong bear, the Memphis Grizzlies, right? That's the bear he didn't want to poke was those Grizzly bears over in Memphis. And the people that are up top didn't like the way that it rolled out. And, some, and especially when you lose, there always are heads that roll after losing, right, in the first round. And he was just one of them, man. It's called, uh, you know, collateral damage of, of losing. Um, you mentioned the coverage. Okay, so the Celtics didn't go in the drop and said they switched, right, with Al Horford. Was, was that a mistake to have Horford no. on Harden late? Yeah, no, but they was running the drop all game. They, right. they started switching late. Okay, so, yes, the at that point, Harden had it rocking and rolling, and he was just seeking out his matchups at that point. And so, I mean, what can you do? There's nothing you could do when guys got it going. I don't care who it is. Once a guy in the league really got it going, it's hard to turn their water off. And the drop coverage to me, this is my uh, personal opinion after watching. Once you allow guys to get comfortable and get free throw line jumpers and get to their floater game if they have that, and they see it go in easily, now when they get in a package, they didn't already they already got a rhythm going, man. And it's hard to cut off the water of these great players, these great offensive skill players. So to me, that's why I'm saying that you don't give a steady diet to great players a defensive look. Because if you do that, they'll figure it out. I think you have to mix it up. And, you know, it's, it's all a learning experience, especially for Joe Mazzulla. It's his first year, and, and I believe in Joe. I think that he will make the adjustment. I believe that the Celtics will bounce back because they have been resilient all season long. When, they show, uh, when they've had poor performances, they bounce back. And even though the last game wasn't a poor performance, I think if you look at it, the way they turned the basketball over, the way they didn't get stops when they needed they could take that as a poor performance, and I believe they'll bounce back. Eddie, you're the best, man. Appreciate it. Look forward to hearing your coverage tonight on the game. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, man. Have a good one. All right, that's Eddie House, of course. Uh, one NBA championship playing with LeBron, and you know he's on the pre- and post-coverage for the Boston Celtics, giving us his opinion on uh, on all these all these playoff games. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Uh, Jay Stu, did did you know I went? I saw Smashing Pumpkins last night. It, it's it's a cool show. You know our Fox Sports Radio is owned by iHeart, so we have our iHeart Theater in Burbank. Oh, it's great, and, and it's it's like a thousand people in the venue. I don't even know if it's a thousand people, but um, and uh, it was really really cool. It's the really. same place where Jay Leno uh, recorded his show every night. That's was that's it? the same theater. Yes, and it's it's very intimate. And I, I saw Foo Fighters there once, and that's a kick-ass show. John and I were just talking about what song you should bump back with next. Uh, so yeah, I want to uh, I want to talk Smashing Pumpkins tonight. We can we can talk some we can talk some Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, Bill, Billy Corgan's a he's a different cat now, right? Different different cat, no doubt. He has a professional he has his own professional wrestling uh, organization as well. Uh, he's got a lot of stuff going on. A thirty-three song album. <laughs> I, I, I guess I guess on and you, if you have the iHeart app and you're listening to the show you can download he has a podcast that has 33 episodes where they he basically goes through and describes 
every, you know, the, how he came, what, what came of every song, right? But man, that's crazy. That's heavy volume. That's heavy volume. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot. Like, would you even get through, how many could you get through? How long would it take you to get through like in the kind of maybe in the background as you're like working on your car or something where you don't have to like pay attention to it. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. On a, on a weekend. But I mean, like I, I like I, I we went cause my daughter absolutely, I mean, loves, 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 loves smashing pumpkins. You know, like she was like, I can't believe this was like the first rock band that I really loved. And you know, she's like only 17, but, um, I like Smashing Pumpkins. I've seen them before. I saw them back in the 90s. And it was at the end of their tour. He wasn't great. Um, but it was like he was worn down from it. was like 97, I want to say. 97. Anyway, point is, uh, I, I like Smashing Pumpkins. But thir- I could, could you imagine listening to 33 straight songs from any one band? No, I mean, think about the concept of an album is is almost uh, not at all nowadays. So it's like a 33-song album just sounds like such a 1970s thing to do. Yeah, yeah. He basically said it's basically the whole album said an F you to conventional wisdom. Um, okay, okay. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Game Time is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive. Dot com. Um, Ramos, you a fan? Uh, yes, I love this song and I love uh, Bullet with the Butterfly Wings. That's the one I played. I, I was going to play that one, but that one is this was a little bit more relaxed. And I think you might have been real relaxed last night, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, are you insinuating that I was high with my daughter or something? No, no, no. <laughs> no, I don't mean relax that way, Doug. I mean, like, you were just kind of taking it all in, and this was kind of, you know, soothing, smashing pumpkins, you know. I, I love, so my, my daughter, Grace, my, I have three kids. They're all, anybody has kids, they're all very, very different. You know, uh, Harper, her twin sister, is um, uh, much more kind of outgoing, bold personality. I've taken her. She went to stagecoach with her mom over the weekend uh, and she, I've taken her to country concerts and then she's, she rides horses. Grace is a musician. She's a, she can play anything, but she's a bass bass player. And so to watch her and you know, it's like, you know, they just, they, they, the level of geek out over, I can't believe that I was two feet away from Billy Corgan and watching the smashing pumpkins is yeah. I don't know. It was relaxed. I just enjoyed it. And yeah, I like the smashing pumpkins. You know, I wouldn't say they're in my top 20, right? Right, but I absolutely that that genre of music, that era of my life, it brings me back to college. And do think about this, Doug. You are hundred percent right because I saw Maroon Five there at that theater, and you're really never going to get that close to them unless you're paying what like four thousand dollars or two thousand something to be in the front row. Otherwise, I mean, literally, you're right about what maybe a foot away from them, depending well, on where you get Plus, it's like in. it's only they, they, the way they do it; it's like an hour long. Yeah, it's an hour. So there's not they do a little bit of talking because last night was a half hour iHeart show. So there was, you know, like a little Q&A. But for the most part, it's just song, 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 song. And they don't even though they had the new album, I think he played one from the new album. You know, it's you don't have the the new album of a of an arena show where now everybody goes to the bathroom. Let's make up for our new album. Like, oh, boy, here we go. Right. (laughs) It was it was great, and they also don't go off on the tangent jam session, where let me introduce my drummer, and here's you know, it's just it's just their songs, hit after hit after hit. It was it was very cool, very cool. Let's get to a game. Game time! 
This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. All right, Nick Cop, what do you got? All right, Doug. What are the chances? League MVP Joel Embiid expected to return tonight against the Celtics. He's been out with a knee sprain since April 20th. That was Game 3 of the Net Series. What are the chances Embiid can play at an MVP level tonight? MVP level? I think that's asking a lot. Um, I think he'll play well. You know, I think the question is, how much did they play him? How does he move? You know, when, when you have an injury, especially, I mean, he's a gigantic man. When you have an injury... I think the question becomes how long are the stretches where you sit them? Because, you know, like when you're playing, then you come and sit down and you stiffen up a little bit. That's the question is the stretches that you play and the stretches that you sit them. I think the chances uh, MVP level, 30% because he's missed a game coming off a knee injury. All right, not that high. Moving on. Chris Paul expected to be out for games three through five of their series against the Nuggets. He's got that groin injury. Phoenix already down 2-0 in the series. I got two questions for you. First, what are the chances Paul gets a chance to play again in this series? Uh, 25%. They're down two games to none. He's going to miss the next three games. And we don't know if he'll be back for game six anyway, if there is a game six. 25%. All right. Part two. Paul is turning 38 on Saturday. He's finishing his 18th year in the league. What are the chances we've seen the last of Chris Paul? Ooh. Seen the last of Chris Paul. Um, I think he'll still play another year. Uh, I would say the chance we've seen the last of Chris Paul is 15%. Okay. Still pretty low. I yeah. like watching Chris Paul, he, even though he is a pest, but he's fun to watch. He's kind oh. of a shell of what he used to be. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Hanging on. You have to be. When you're that small and you're our size, you got to be a pest. All right, one more for you here. Trevor Bauer back in the news. He's now playing in Japan. He made his debut with the Yokohama Bay Stars yesterday, picked up the win. He actually pitched well, nine strikeouts, seven innings. What are the chances Trevor Bauer plays again in the big leagues? Not good. Uh, 2%. 2%. No chance. I mean, how do you sign that guy knowing what he admitted to doing to a woman? Whether she wanted to or not, like, I, I, no, I 2% chance. All right, we've seen guys come back. That's game time. For that? That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Nick, we've seen guys come back from that? No, no, in, I'm just in saying. In this era? No, not in that. Not from that. But I just mean guys have come back in various sports from doing deplorable things. No, no if question. Good enough. No, no question. And he is when he's right. He's good enough. He's he is a seen as a quirky personality outside of that. But I think it's the graphic details that came out. I I I, I don't see him back in the major leagues. Coming up on the Doug Gottlieb Show live from the Tyrac.com studios. Joel and me is going to play in game two. Okay. A day after winning the first and his first NBA MVP award, should he have won the award? We'll get into that next on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Diosa and I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.